Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Talk Baby. We're on episode 10. Double digits. Yeah, episode 10. I'm Grayson, and I have my friend Brian Korf here tonight. Hi, Brian. Hey, Grayson. Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course. Thanks for being here. Um, Brian and I have known each other a little while now. Uh, we are both in L.A., not originally, but right now. <laughs> you want to uh, share how how we met? It's kind of, I think it's funny considering yeah. what we do now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very funny considering what we do now. So I think we met definitely at Hollyflora. Oh, yeah. Like a month after I had moved to L.A. So that was like February 2017, which is funny to think about. You're probably one of the oldest friends I have that I've oh. met in LA. Oh, nice. We, you're like top three, I think <laughs> top three or four yes. of like I, chronological order yeah. when I met you. Yeah. I, I guess I didn't realize how close, like how little time you had spent in LA before you started working at Holly Flora. Yeah. That was I, really uh, soon. Yeah, I'd moved there in January and then my friend Scotty got me the job at Holly Flora. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm sure you remember. And then we met and that was like a whole eight months, I think, of working there. Yeah. Out LA through uh, working in the flower industry. Right. And I mean, I feel like neither of us at that point were really um, designing. We were more um, delivery drivers. Yeah, I was. I can at least say I was definitely a delivery driver <laughs> and not a designer. I uh, didn't really have any aspirations to be a designer, so I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was it was cool. It was a fun job while it lasted. What like so? Scotty got you the job, but flower industry wasn't really kind of where you were moving to LA for. Because I I was I was really <laughs> looking to work in the industry and be a designer. But what? What industry were you working for when you were or looking to work for coming out here? So I had specifically moved to LA to work in like production film, mm-hmm. but specifically like to that was like to work in skateboarding. Mm-hmm. So I knew the industry was out here. I had been skateboarding and filming skateboarding since I was like 13. So over 10 years by the time I'd moved to LA. Yeah. And I just knew that's what I wanted to do. And LA was the place to do it. So I kind of, took the chance and just came out here uh yeah 2017 right at the beginning did you so you started making videos around early teenage years but did mm-hmm. you know anyone in LA that was kind of doing that already or you just kind of knew that the the industry was out there um I yeah started making videos when I was like 12 13 just with neighborhood friends and I guess I had a few friends that were <clears throat> in LA kind of doing what I wanted to do mm-hmm. um a few close friends that had already made the move out here. One friend in particular I went to college with was working for the company I now work at, kind of gave me the job and I owe a lot to him. And then of course, just like through social media, through being a part of the culture, you would see other people either taking the journey to LA or just people that you know about were already in LA and you looked up to them. You're like, Mm -hmm. okay, my idols are here. So that's kind of where I feel like I need to be. Is I'm, it's making me think like, I feel like California recently chose their like state sport <laughs> and it was kind of like controversial, right? Cause didn't a lot of people think that it, instead of surfing, it should have been skateboarding. I, yeah, I could see, I could see why people would find that controversial. Um, I think they're, bo- I mean, I think surfing came first, but they both yeah. were probably born and bred like 
somewhere in Southern California. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, can see I that. didn't actually know that that was like decided upon. I thought that was just kind of like a joke. <laughs> I think it, yeah, I think it was within the last like few years, I want to say, I think, and I think the like controversy came, controversy came just because um, surfing was more like of like Hawaii sport. Um, mm. And I mean, cause I guess I had always kind of, you know, I knew people that skated in Arkansas, but it just seemed like such a like um, West Coast thing. But yeah, where you were from, tell us a little bit about that and like what skating like. I just wonder, knowing you and seeing kind of like the work that you've done, like which kind of came first, the skating or the <laughs> the videography and and all that kind of production. Yeah, so I think. The skating kind of came first. Ah, fuck, dude. I don't know, actually. Oh, you can guess. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I need to tell everyone that before we start. Everyone okay. is welcome to uh, be explicit. Sick. <laughs> fuck, yeah. All right, let's yes. do it. Um, so I kind of feel like they actually happened around the same time, mm. but they didn't really go hand in hand. I can remember having a camera when I was young and my brother and I just making stupid, like, jackass-style videos. Mm-hmm. Or, like, we shot a horror video, I actually remember. Oh, um it was probably like 15 seconds where I was getting chased with a knife and he was the one chasing me <laughs> oh my god some shit like that and yeah. uh, this all happened in North Carolina so definitely not in Southern California mm-hmm. not in the south and the scene over there for skating was just like neighborhood kids just uh kind of had like the bikes the scooters the rollerblades the skateboards mm-hmm. we all just did a little bit of everything yeah and so when we got the camera we'd be filming ourselves like go down this big hill on our rollerblades and like try to hope somebody falls and get a clip <laughs> like that. So they kind of started around the same time. It wasn't like a conscious thing where it's like, Oh, I want to like pick up a camera and film this stuff because yeah. it might turn into a career. It was just something fun we did because we had the accessibility to it. Nice. Yeah. And so I wanted to talk to you about like skating and making videos and everything because it's, in our conversations, it's kind of like inspired me to think about, um, you know, picking up and moving like across country can be a challenge finding like your community. And it sounds like it's always kind of been part of why you do it, even if it wasn't necessarily like with intention, like this is how I'm going to make friends or this is how I'm going to like make money in my career or whatever. But um, how has that like community building worked for you in LA, like working with videos and skating? Yeah, I will say that probably the best thing about sticking with skateboarding and it's a hobby I started when I was like pre-teens and I still Mm -hmm. have it like 15 years later is the community. It's rad to have friends all over the United States, all over the world, just because of this one thing. So definitely when I moved to LA, like I kind of said earlier, I did have some friends that were already out here Um, some people I looked up to other people in the industry so I already had like a little bit of a foundation Mm -hmm. or kind of like meeting more people networking kind of expanding that circle so it never was like too scary in the fact we're like yes I am moving across the country I am moving away from all the people I grew up with and my family but I also already had like a small pool of people where I was like Mm -hmm. oh I'm just gonna jump from here to there and Mm -hmm. not a whole lot changed I mean, LA is a lot different than Raleigh, North Carolina, Mm -hmm. but as far as feeling in a certain place, feeling at home and like a connection to people, because LA isn't a very like humble and uh, open arms place, I think in a lot of instances. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really get to 
like hit that weird transition where I was just like stuck alone and didn't really have anyone to rely on. Mm. I'm like very fortunate. I mean, it gets, there's times of course, yeah. you know, not like it's just been a hundred percent great the whole time. Right. But I would say overall, like I'm super lucky to have already had like a sense of community just through this one thing through skateboarding that I can always yeah. fall back on no matter where I am. Well, and it's, it's making me think like I've seen, I've seen that with my, you know, my partner and my friends that are in music. Like I've seen that from people who have moved from out of town and, and I've seen it with people who are like involved with film. It's kind of like, as long as you have something that has always kind of connected you with people that that can kind of just transfer whether or not you're in the same actual physical location that you've always been like. um, Mm -hmm. And I always, I've said before that when I went and saw your video premiere, that it was like the most LA thing I ever went to though. (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny you say that because I feel like it's, I would never like think of it like that. Yeah. Like these are my homies. Like Mm. that could have gone down in my opinion, like, anywhere in the world it, it, that's like yeah. I've been at events like that in Raleigh North Carolina I've been at events oh. like that in Denver Colorado in New York like that's a very like maybe it's just a unique thing to skateboarding but yeah I'll work on a project and you get together and celebrate it and mm. um there's hopefully little aspects outside of the skateboard whether it's art music uh yeah. painting whatever hmm maybe okay so it's kind of making me rethink how how I felt that night then. I think maybe what I was feeling was that like you said it, it like your community, like all these people that were working on that video, which I'm going to have you tell us a little bit more about it, but just that okay. premiere, like everyone was kind of like there that was involved and like people that like want to support you and your, and your friends and everything. And um, it, it, I got to like see like the community, like, in person. And I think mm-hmm. I've just, I've just been really like, kind of, I still feel like I'm looking for that for myself in LA. Right. But being able to see that, I think, and maybe just because it was like skating, it feels very specific to California, but um, yeah. it was so nice to like, see like your work up there and everyone involved. And just like the support was really unique for me at that time for things that I've seen in LA because I feel like just finding community has been kind of a challenge for me mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but you want to tell us a little bit about that project that you worked on because that that was a personal project right that wasn't yeah for work yeah I want to hear yeah hear about that so that project what she's talking about is basically like a skate video I made it's like a 15 minute long video where um, I filmed mainly two of my good friends, one from North Carolina and one I actually met out here. Mm. And we traveled a good bit for it just around the United States, filmed over the course. It honestly took me probably about three years off Mm. and on. Like I started Mm. filming that when I moved to LA, but there was like no real direction. It was just kind of like, I want to work on a project and see where it takes me. But at the beginning of 2019 is when I got a little bit more serious about it and wanted to finish it. And so the event she's talking about is um, we rented out like an art studio warehouse space. We had people do art installations, yeah. um, selling merch, live performances, and then video premieres. So a couple of people premiered music videos, and then I premiered this skate video I'd been working on. And um, yeah, it, it was a pretty awesome night and <laughs> really cool to just see like three years of, I won't say hard work because it wasn't very labor intensive. <laughs> it was fun. It was pretty fun the whole way the whole way through yeah um so like three years of work just like 
culminate into one event and one night and have all my homies there. Like both the people in the video were there. Um, friends who had helped me filmed with it, friends who had helped me work on it. Um, people hadn't seen in a while. Yeah. North Carolina or LA, like a lot of people were there. Well, and did you feel like it, the project itself kind of helped contribute to how you, um, kind of create and like nurture like your relationships with people in LA? Like, I think so. I think like skateboarding in general, Mm -hmm. definitely like just having that common bond with people. So easy to go. Like, I'm sure you've run into this, like in your experiences, the older you get, the harder, the harder to make friends. It's like weird to make friends as an adult. Like I'm 28 and as a 28 year old, it's like, how the fuck do I meet people? Mm -hmm. But through skateboarding, you go to the skate park, you go to a spot, you see somebody else on the skateboard, you kind of give them the head nod and like Mm. the what's up and you can strike up a conversation like that just off of this common interest. So while filming this video, I was a lot more active being like out in LA, like skating, filming, just um, being in the city a lot. And so you meet Mm -hmm. people and you kind of expand your community that way. And then we did travel a little bit for it too. So um, we went to North Carolina back home where one of my friends was from. We went to Reno, Nevada, where another kid was from. And then we went to New York, where another person was living at the time. So, you know, the small, L- or not necessarily small, but this L.A. community that had yeah. kind of grown from North Carolina then started to web out to all these other places across mm. the United States, which was cool because that gave me, like, it wasn't an active thought, but, like, I had yeah. this project and I was just doing it because it was fun to do. And then I got these, like, side benefits from it. Yeah. That's like, I love hearing that. And it kind of like inspires me because this whole podcast itself is like this, one of my first projects I've ever done where it feels like I'm, you know, I'm catching up with people that I've known before, but I like to think of the possibilities of maybe one day expanding that. (laughs) Um, Because again, I'm still looking for, you know, I'm still trying to build like my community in in LA Mm -hmm. and, um, but you know, work in projects work in progress I mean Um, what do you can I ask you a question (laughs) yeah yeah like what do you think because I don't know if it's just like as you get older your Mm -hmm. life gets more serious and you kind of like your interests and hobbies fall to the wayside because you have life to worry about like Mm -hmm. what do you think are your biggest like barriers for that Mm because I have a lot of friends that have the same issues yeah no one can ever pinpoint like why that is because there's other people in your position that probably feel the same way they're like oh it'd be great to have like this (laughs) thing that we work on to get yeah do together but nobody seems like that active about it I've thought about it a lot and I've I've talked about it with like my like my close girlfriends like I have some friends here that you know I I see somewhat regularly it's changed now because of COVID and everything but Mm -hmm. um my really close girlfriends that I talk to, like, you know, almost every day, it they're far away. And we kind of have tried to figure out too, like, it's funny that like our best relationships, our best friend relationships are so far away. Like, why isn't that happening in LA? And I think like kind of my attitude about like what I wanted from friendship has kind of had to change a little bit. Like I came to LA thinking like, I'm going to find like a girl gang and we're going to like hang out all the time and like have every, like all these common interests and want to always do the same thing. And I, I don't know if that's just because like, I, I never really had that in like high school or college. I was more like a, like 
one best friend kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for some reason, I just like thought like coming to a bigger city, like there would be like just these groups of friends that like wanted another. And I had to kind of adjust like, well, what do I really want? And I just kind of like want like to connect. I want to like have mm-hmm. good conversations and like go on walks with our dogs and I think sometimes in LA specifically, like scheduling can be hard. Like yeah. I hate falling back on that, but like, and also I feel like there's this like stubbornness, like LA is a big city, but it's a lot of like little neighborhoods True. and pe- a lot of people don't like leaving their little neighborhood because of like traffic or like, you know, mm-hmm. if they've already commuted to work like 45 minutes both ways, like that is a barrier. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I've just, I've tried to just kind of like, and we were talking before we started recording just about how like, um, like the FOMO is gone because of mm-hmm. um, coronavirus. And yeah. that's kind of given me new perspective too. It's like, um, I was feeling, you know, lonely a lot of the time being in LA because I was feeling like I was missing out, but it's like, do I really want to like do all those things? <laughs> you know, it's just like being more intentional about like what I want. Um, from my community and and just kind of really trying to be like open and honest about that because otherwise it's just like forced and I'll have like a yeah. girl gang maybe but like maybe we don't actually really want to do the same things or really even like each other that much mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no it's, it's a good way to put it like it's all about your expectations is like yeah what you're trying to get out of who you're hanging out with and I fully agree about the neighborhood thing in LA like yeah. LA I kind of said it earlier like LA is not like a very it is welcoming in the sense you can find communities and there are cool people mm-hmm. a little bit gruffer than I think people realize just because it's a car city there's mm-hmm. no public transit that people can really like get on and be around other humans yeah there's in your car the whole time you're in a car the whole time and it's like isolating so totally you almost get in this mindset where it's just like me 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 mm-hmm. you don't really interact with that many other people you might you might at work or shit like that yeah but um a city like chicago or new york that has like public transit i swear just being around mm-hmm. other humans and just seeing the faces of other humans it mm-hmm. like opens you up a little bit more i think so too i mean and just so like my first commute my commute has gotten shorter and shorter like now i can my work is like a mile away and has been like that for a couple of years now actually because that was really important because it's just like so exhausting getting from place to place sometimes in LA yeah. um but what I I've realized really makes me feel at home and I, I want to hear from you too of like what you think like um because you being from North Carolina me being from Arkansas like I've never spent a lot of time in North Carolina but I think just because mm-hmm. like they're both like you know southern states I feel like there's some some similarities <laughs> yeah. but one thing that's made me feel like a lot more at home in LA is that like I live and work in kind of the same neighborhood. So like, even though I might not have super close connections with my neighbors, like I feel like I have like, you know, like my grocery store, I have like my like gas station, I have kind of like all my like spots. Mm -hmm. Um, But what has helped you kind of feel like at home in LA with the, you know, work Mm -hmm. or whatever, what sticks out to you for being like home? Hmm. Well, I kind of, I skipped over like a big part of the move out here oh. while we were talking earlier. Mm-hmm. Is I actually moved, I moved in January and then my best friend from North Carolina moved <laughs> in February. So no I kind of cheated. <laughs> I kind of did like the, 
uh, like I'm ready to do it, yeah. but I kind of want to like, you know, bring a, a buddy with mm-hmm. me. And so we've lived together since we've been in LA for three years. And mm-hmm. we've had, I live in a place with uh, three other people. So it's my best yeah. friend and two of my other friends. And um, the roommate situation, I'll shit talk it a lot, but it's <laughs> honestly really nice just to have homies around. Yeah. Um, so that is a little bit of a cop out of an answer, but just having no. friends close by, like that yeah. is a, a nice thing. Um, I don't know, like what else really. Like I said, I did have friends that already were out here and doing things. So Mm -hmm. I do have some people that were just by default close to me. Um, When I like hearing what you said, too, about like, um, I thought kind of, you know, like your premiere was more like a very L.A. thing, but saying how like you could have seen it in a bunch of other cities and like just kind mm -hmm. of like how you did your project. You know, you traveled a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, It sounds like just being able to take that with you to your new home helps create Mm -hmm. a sense of home as well and something that sticks out to me that you've said before is like how um when you you know no hate on holly flora or whatever but like the flower business just like wasn't your industry and i remember you saying like once you left like la kind of changed for you yeah um so i remember i quit holly flora um let's see that was like October of 2017. So I yeah. quit after working there for like eight months or so. Mm-hmm. And that was like totally me just doing that job to pay rent, to have money, just to mm-hmm. like live in LA. Yeah. And then I got some opportunities to work for this company I work at now and do more, you know, career goal in line stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so my relationship with LA definitely changed because it was more like, before I was kind of just living and existing in LA like I was partying a lot I was like really enjoying it it was like vacation time I'd been in LA for you know less than a year I was like dude I'm just gonna have fun and then I kind of hit like a rut where I was like okay what the fuck am I doing for a reason right so I kind of took the leap where I was like all right I'm just gonna do freelance video with the goal of working in skateboarding but Mm -hmm. I kind of realized like I need to focus on why I moved out here um not get too comfortable I think the Mm -hmm. worst thing you can do is just like get too comfortable and then you spend five years doing some shit you end up hating and you're like where did all the time go yeah so I realized that that was like not where I wanted to be and um yeah just after like the party phase for the first like initial vacation period or kind of like honeymoon period of LA um I got a little bit more serious and I mean there was of course other ups and downs it wasn't like I just quit and everything worked out perfectly. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, then there was other shit that I had to go through. But, yeah. Um, for the most part, I think that was a big step where I just was like, all right, this is a good job. Like I loved all the people I worked mm-hmm. with, but I knew it wasn't like what I wanted to be doing a yeah. year, six months down the road. Well, and that's kind of something too that LA has helped me think about a lot in, in that, you know, you need to pay the bills, which is like, you know, whatever job you can get. And, but then you can also have like hobbies. You can also have something that you want to make into your career. And you can also have something that's like your calling. And mm-hmm. I feel like kind of just like determining like how um, each of those things look in your life is really important because they're, they're not all the same. And mm-hmm. I think that that was kind of harder for me to see in Arkansas. And I don't know if maybe it's just because there was like fewer opportunities um Mm -hmm. like it felt like all of it kind of had to be wrapped into one but I love seeing like 
from you and my like musician friends and everyone that I know, like being able to, if they want pursue a career kind of like where you're doing so much of what you love and making money, like that's mm-hmm. great. And then also like, if you want to, you know, like work as a server or something and then have time off to make music like that, there's, there's those kinds of opportunities in LA that I feel like are harder to come by in some smaller places. Yeah. I, I think you're totally right. Like I've only been to Little Rock or not Little Rock. You're from oh. Fayetteville, right? Yeah. Fayetteville, I, I, well, actually I grew up in Little Rock, but I oh. spent like high school and college in Fayetteville. So I feel like I'm more from Fayetteville, but. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've never, I've only <laughs> been to Little Rock for a little bit, but yeah. kind of what you were saying earlier, like I would imagine they're similar and I would agree that there's probably like similar as in, in North Carolina, like Raleigh, yeah. and, mm-hmm. um, Little Rock or Fayetteville. I think so. Um, I think they're probably similar to the fact that, yeah, there's not as many opportunities and you have a little bit of a luxury. Like it's a lot more cutthroat out here, but you do have a luxury of having a lot of options. Yeah. So, um, I mean, for you, like you moved from Oakland here (laughs) to work in flowers after doing education. Right. And now you're back in education. Yeah. You can kind of like, there's like this ability to fluctuate if you want. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. that can be like overwhelming, like all the different choices um, with work and like career or hobby, whatever you want to do. But mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where, like, like you said, you, you had to kind of think about like, okay, well, this like partying time is fun and I'm paying my mm-hmm. bills and I'm like comfortable, but like, is this really what I want to do? And yeah. it like puts the it puts the pressure back on you, which can be like uncomfortable, but I think is also kind of just like how you grow. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think it's a lot of, a lot of just like getting out of the comfort zone, getting out of the norms. Yeah. Like I was saying earlier, like don't get too comfortable. Like you will waste a lot of time when you're just like stagnant and you feel like, Oh, things are fine. Like fine is a terrible yeah. word. If I know. They're just fine. It's like, oh, maybe strive for a little bit more than fine. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you saying that is making me think of this one thing you said to me again. I just like weirdly like have a lot of memories from that night of going to that event with you because I also like met this friend of a friend there and like we all kind of hung out and I had just met her that night. So that Mm -hmm. like memory kind of sticks out. But I remember you saying something too, speaking of just being fine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I had, cause I had quit Holly Flora and I had gone back to teaching but mm-hmm. you and I hadn't really like caught up in a while bes- before the premiere. And I yeah. remember you asking me just like how I was doing. And I was just kind of like, I'm, I'm fine. You know, like, I think <laughs> I said something like that. And you're like, yeah, you're kind of like, well, I thought, you know, you wanted to go back to teaching and like, are you ever going to be happy? And it was kind of <laughs> oh, like, no. like this weird, like dramatic question, especially because like, you know, it's kind of like a night of like celebrating too. Yeah. But it, and I know you didn't mean it in like those like I definitely meant it joking. I'm sorry yeah. if it got serious. No, but it really actually kind of helped me kind of think about like my like attitude adjustment because I was doing something that I cared about and I was, you know, like comfortable. But it kind of made me first kind of stop and think about like, well, gratitude wise, I have a lot to be grateful for every day. Like just really saying, like, well, my mood only depends on like my job. Like I realized I needed to figure out a way to not do that anymore. Yeah, um, you gotta like separate the two. Yeah, I don't know. And and it, it was just funny. I don't, it was, yeah. Mm, that, that I don't remember, really I mean, I remember that conversation. I 
wish I remember saying that specifically. But <laughs> I kind of feel like a dick now. But. No, no, no. I mean, I just am the kind of person too that like needs to hear that. It's like, yeah. I, I think sometimes that's why. I mean, I really just value like all of the relationships I have been able to to maintain while out here and the new ones mm-hmm. that I've made and, um, you know, the people that I'm able to open up with, I need to have them uh, challenge me because otherwise mm-hmm. I'm just going to kind of like be like, you know, because I do have a strong connection with my family and miss them a lot. And, you know, we're really close, but um, I try and just kind of create those like open relationships with with people as often as I can here because I I have a lot to learn still yeah yeah it's like I don't think anyone's work is really ever done in a place like LA or like a big city yeah I don't think there's ever just like a okay like I did this thing and now I can stop trying like now I can stop moving forward Mm -hmm. Um, so I think it's it's like you got to be able to motivate yourself to continue to grow and learn but to the other aspect of that like you got to appreciate what you've done and you know give yourself a pat on the back every once in a while. Like, don't be so hard yeah. on yourself because you haven't done it all yet. Nobody's done right. it Right. No. And that's, I yeah, I love thinking about that because it kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of like the, you know, the little like spark that was, that we saw somewhere. Like there was a reason why we all came out here. And I know some, there's issues with being transplants or like, you know, like gentrification and stuff but mm-hmm. we're all trying to our best to like contribute and I really yeah. am like watching what you've done and like it's really inspiring to get to do your career with something that you have always worked on and care about so clearly mm-hmm. so yeah yeah super lucky very very lucky and try not to take it for granted either yeah but, um I like well, kind of what you said yeah the initial the initial spark you gotta always like find that again because yeah then it's like, what are you doing, man? Like, what are you, <laughs> like, what are you, like, why are you waking up in the morning? Right. Community. I don't know even what to, what, what, what I'm going to call this episode, because I feel like we've talked about so many different things. Like when I think of Brian Korf, I'm like, okay, so this guy and I worked at Holly Floor and we're both like from the South. <laughs> and I really, <laughs> I was glad like, cause I guess, you know, like we've always kind of been able to talk to each other pretty easily. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of that comes from that background. But um, it also like, I feel like, is there, is there anything that you feel like you're missing, like from being, from doing your um, kind of one of your biggest interests is also like your career. Do you feel like there's anything that you're missing from that or that like kind of like, does it get like muddled ever? Like where you're like, I wish I could just do this for fun. <laughs> or are you, you say yeah. you're, you're grateful for it though, too. Yeah. I mean, obviously very grateful, but I mean, it's like anything you do it enough, you get a little bit burnt out on it. Mm-hmm. So there's for sure times where I'm like, dude, I wish I could just do this like on my own terms or mm. um, would just like, like to take a Saturday off or just kind of hang out and, um, not be focused on it 24 mm-hmm. seven. But then when I say stuff like that, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, like, <laughs> you're yeah. like actually living the dream. So it's like, I can't get to like, um, I don't know. I just don't want to, uh, what's the word for it? Like conceited or just like mm. get too like, um, uh, well, you appreciate it. Yeah. Like I, feel- I appreciate it. Um, 
but I, yeah, I don't want to like take it for granted. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. Like, I don't ever want to take it for granted. Mm. It kind of makes me think of um, when I, when I first moved to LA, one of my like goals was to have like a good um, work-life balance, <laughs> which I mm-hmm. laugh about now because I kind of started to realize that, well, your work is part of your life. So you can't really like fully separate it. You just kind of have to find what works for you. And it sounds like you've really been able to do that. And like your community is also part of your work, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, would you agree? Like, do you feel like you get to, like your work is like also with your community? Yeah, I definitely think so. I think they both go hand in hand. I mean, I think a yeah. lot of times my job doesn't feel like a job because I'm mm. just hanging out filming with my friends. It's like yeah. something I would probably want to be doing <laughs> either way, right. um, which is like, which is sick. Like I'm, uh, I'm happy that's the case. So I, I definitely think they go hand in hand. Um, there are times where it would be nice to turn it off and yeah. you kind of do want to separate the life from the work um, mm-hmm. when you're just hanging out with your homies talking about <laughs> skateboarding and filming 24 seven. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, let's like change the subject. So, <laughs> I mean, like kind of, kind of back to your, like one of your other questions, like if I'm lacking anything, mm-hmm. sometimes just like uh, different topics, just exercising my brain, like learning new things. You know, mm-hmm. I've been doing this since I was like so young yeah it's kind of like all I know sometimes Mm. is all I can think about like dude Mm -hmm. this is all I talk about this is all I do this is all I yeah uh, focus on um so I've been trying to actually take that um in mind and do things like okay have like a weekend getaway yeah don't worry about skateboarding don't worry about filming like Mm. go out in the woods and camp turn your phone off like yeah just be away from it and then it goes into like if you're on social media, it's all I look mm. out on like Instagram, mm-hmm. and, you know, so it, it's around me 24 seven, but I think knowing that you can hit the pause on it and the world's still yeah. going to be there is a little bit reassuring. Like it's yeah. never going to go away. If you, like, if I stop working in this field or caring about it, dude, the ecosystem would go on. The ecosystem is fine yeah. without me. Mm. Um, so it's like, you got to be fortunate for that to be a part of the ecosystem, but also right. know that dude, it doesn't revolve around you. I think that's really like, that's a good place to be because Mm -hmm. LA does move pretty fast. And I, and I don't know much about like, you know, the skateboarding or the, or the filmmaking industry, but it seems to be, you know, a fast paced industry as well. So knowing that you can Mm -hmm. kind of turn it off and they'll be there when you come back, I think is really probably important for your like sanity a little bit too, I'm sure. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah definitely definitely so. it's nice to know that you can just turn it off when you need to and there's so much nature around LA which I actually really didn't know like as like I just what at, from movies as a kid I thought LA was just like Hollywood and the beach <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's a lot more there's so much camping and like mountainsides to explore it's really Dude, nice. It's got everything. It's actually the best state. It's pretty crazy. I, I, I we, we made it so here. <laughs> yeah, well, tight. thanks for being here. Is there anywhere like people could maybe like see you? Do you have a website? Your video? I don't personally have a website, but the company mm. I work for is just thebarracks.com. So B-E-R-R-I-C-S.com. And then um, my Instagram, I post like some of the... Oh, yeah. Um, different projects I'm stoked on, but there's a lot of content on the barracks. So cool. uh, if you click around, you'll hopefully find something I've worked on. I'll, I'll share it in my show notes. 
my professional cool. show notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thanks again for being on here. It's been so nice to catch up and just kind of like, I mean, we've talked about this kind of stuff before, but I feel like it's something that yeah. a lot of people can relate to. So I look forward to the conversations. Definitely. So yeah. All right. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, me too. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And um, I'm glad, glad to hear you're happy now, Grayson. <laughs> I'm finally there. <laughs> Who knows how long it'll last. <laughs> All right. We'll catch All right. up again soon. Later. Later.